Hi and welcome to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. I'm Vicky Shevlin from Social Work Sorted Training and Consultancy. Through this podcast, my blog and social media, I support new social workers from the start of their journey in this incredible career for as long as they need my help. I share skills-based knowledge, realistic advice and guidance for practice. Social Work Sorted has always been everything I needed as a new social worker and I'm so happy to be able to help you understand that whatever your fears or challenges, you are not alone. Welcome to the new year everybody, welcome back to Social Work Sorted the podcast. I'm very excited for 2023 and everything that that has in store for this podcast. I just wanted to say thank you to you all for listening. I think I've just reached around 16,000 downloads which is amazing and slightly unbelievable but I'm very grateful to all of you for listening and if you have enjoyed this podcast over the past year or maybe you're just listening today I'll be very grateful if you could leave a rating or a review. It really means a lot to me and it shows me what works for the podcast and what doesn't. I'm also very grateful to everybody who messages me with feedback or with ideas for topics for the podcast. It's really helpful and hopefully over the next few months you will start to see some of your suggestions coming up in podcast episodes. So this is the first episode of 2023. We are in January. It's a time of year where people like to set goals and make plans and if you follow me on Instagram you'll know that I am one of those people. I like to use December to look back and reflect on the year that's happened and I like to look forward into the next year and make plans for myself but I know that that is a very personal thing. It's not for everybody and December and January can be really difficult months for people for lots of different reasons. So I thought today I would talk a little bit about planning. Sometimes the way that we make plans for ourselves the way that we set goals for ourselves in our personal lives or in our professional lives and how that resonates with the work that we do with children and families and I say we because I'm going to talk about some of the things that I've done in the past as a new social worker maybe times when I haven't been so in tune with how my experiences could connect with the experiences of the people that I am working with. I know that Although I am someone who likes to set some goals and make plans in January, I have now been doing that for so long that I know what's realistic and what's not realistic for me. January can be a time where people set completely unrealistic goals for themselves. A lot of people will make New Year's resolutions and then by the end of January, lots of those things wouldn't have happened or maybe those unrealistic goals won't have been achieved and people feel a big sense of failure and shame and blame and those feelings very often come up for parents and families that we work with but we often find it difficult to connect those things. So if you are making plans for yourself, if you are back in the office and everyone's eating a salad or promising to go to the gym or any other type of goals that people do at this time of year, There are three things that I want you to remember and I'm going to talk a little bit more about them in this episode. The first one is about following the crowd. The second one is about rewriting plans and the third is about rethinking failure. So number one, following the crowd. 
This is about not doing something just because someone else is. I'm going to use a diet analogy because that comes up a lot at this time of year. But just because everyone in the office is on a diet or is eating salad at lunchtime doesn't mean that you need to be. Just because you have a colleague who wants to do a certain training or has a certain career goal doesn't mean that you have to have that same goal. It's personal to you. If you want to make a plan, if you have a goal or you want to set an intention or decide to invite something in, whatever the language that you use, it has to be personal to you. If you're going to do something, you have to understand why you're doing that and you have to keep asking why until you really dig deep into the reason. In the same way, in practice, when you are working around planning or making plans, as a new social worker, you might be given lots of examples. You might see what other social workers do. You might be given you know, examples of best practice. It's important that you look at those and digest them and learn from them. But what I often see for new social workers and something that I did is I would see the way a plan had been written by another social worker and I would try and copy that plan. If there was a family that came to me with an issue that was similar to something I'd seen before, I would speak to my colleagues and I would see what they had done and I would maybe start to apply what they had done to that family or that scenario. The problem with that is it wasn't specific to that family. I was doing that because I was nervous, I wasn't confident and I was doing it because it's what I thought I should do. So if you are a new social worker and that is something that comes up for you, just know that it's okay to learn from others. It's okay to look at other plans that have been made. But if they are not personalized to that family, to that scenario, to that situation, much like if a plan or a goal isn't personalized to you, it's much less likely to be effective. The second thing that I'm going to talk about is rewriting plans and this is really about fixed ideas or fixed goals or fixed mindsets. Quite often in January if you are and I'm saying if you but I do this as well or I used to do this I would often set myself up for failure basically. I would decide that I was going to do something or make a change and I was going to do that every single day. So usually for me it's around meditating, finding some time to just sit and breathe and I would make a plan to do that every single day. Obviously, life gets in the way of plans that we set out to do, and it's okay to rewrite those. It's okay for things to change. Having a fixed mindset with our own goals and plans can sometimes translate into the work that we do. We can be very fixed on plans that might be created with children and with families. And so, when things don't happen for whatever reason, when there is a change or when there is a shift, it's much harder to process and accept if we are fixed in that. It's also helpful when we're working with families to articulate that, that you understand that change can happen. You understand that life isn't always linear. There can be lots of ups and downs. And that if you are setting out with a plan, you understand that that plan might just be an outline. It might change. It might be adapted. Other things might come up. It's about inviting in a little bit of flexibility. And if you can do that with yourself, with your own personal goals or plans, it becomes much easier to bring that into the work that you do and be a little bit more okay with it. The third thing that I'm going to talk about is rethinking failure. So like I've said, sometimes what happens, particularly in January, is there is a lot of pressure on completely unrealistic goals. And when those things don't go to plan, when 
usually for me, it's when I've missed, you know, a week of sitting down and meditating, or maybe it's missing a week of going for a walk every day. I then feel a sense of failure. I feel blame. I feel shame. I feel guilt. And I often have the mindset of, oh, I'll just give it up. And there's no point even setting myself up to do anything because obviously it's not going to last. It's not going to be a habit that I can build. Those feelings I know will probably have come up for you at some point in your life when you have set out to do something and it hasn't necessarily gone to plan. I think when we're looking at our own feelings in connection with failure, we need to relate that back to the children and the families that we work with. Because often the plans that we work around in social work might not be family friendly. There might be other things that are happening that are influencing those plans and whether those plans can even be carried out, whether those goals are actually achievable. There might be systems that are in place that are making it very difficult for somebody to access a particular service. There might be a change of dynamic in a family situation. There might be a change in social worker. So many different things that can come up that can affect plans. And if we don't take all of those things into consideration, the person that we are working with or the family that we are working with can really internalize that sense of failure and blame. And it's not a pleasant feeling, as you will know if you've experienced that in your personal life. So I think it can be a really important comparison to make. I know that when you as a new social worker are stressed, overworked and very busy, it becomes much more difficult to hold empathy for the people that you are working with. And when we are in a very task centred, busy and fast paced environment that thrives off numbers and plans and actions and goals and all the language and words that don't necessarily connect with real life experience it can become very easy to be carried away with that just slow down if you can and think about the goals and the plans and the things that you say to yourself and the things that you experience when a plan doesn't go to plan And then try and think about how that might feel for a family and a child. And that's without even touching on the huge subject of plans that are done to rather than done with a child or a family. Looking at planning in the way that that works, I know it's a huge topic and it's probably something that is best really unpicked with a guest on this podcast. But because it's January, because I know what comes up for people at this time of year, because I know what happens for social workers at this time of year, I think it can be a really important reflection to make. So I hope this month you can be kind to yourself, you can be kind to others, you can think really carefully about the expectations that you're placing on yourself, whether they are realistic or not, and you can think really carefully about the expectations that we're placing on the people around us, the people that we're working with, and whether they're realistic as well. If this podcast has made you think if you have a certain reflection or anything that you want to talk about that I've shared on this podcast please do get in touch all the information is in the show notes for the first time this year I would invite you to slow down wherever you are wherever you're listening to this podcast if you can close your eyes and you feel comfortable then do so and just take a deep breath Know that you can come back to this tiny little bit of calm at any point in your day. Know that it's okay if you don't have goals, if you don't have plans, if you're just trying to get through the month. You don't need to place any additional pressure on yourself. 
Thank you so much for listening and take care.